0: Hi, Coach. Um, what do you kind of see from Georgia Southern's defense? Where you guys are going to have to make maybe the most adjustments, or think about the most in terms of how you're going to contend with them? Uh, I think it's it's not necessarily about the X's and O's in this game. It's more about us being ready to play. We we were played really well obviously the last couple games scored a lot of points Um, and they've they've had you know they've played well now for a couple weeks it's their uh, I think it's their senior day I know I know they're going to be excited to play I I would imagine if I was on their end of this thing they they're they're excited about this opportunity to play us in their home stadium and um, you know with a week off we want to just make sure we're ready to play. And so to me, this game is more about our mindset, our preparation and showing up on Saturday. You know, you, you can't wait around to get punched in the mouth by somebody before you start playing. You got to be ready right from the opening kickoff. And so I'm, I'm way more uh, concerned about that than any any scheme or anything like that.
1: So with that being said, um, in terms of some mindset more than X's and O's, especially after being off a week, like you mentioned, um, what signs have you seen from
0: your group in practice so far this week that kind of gives you the hint that you will be ready from, from kickoff against Georgia Southern. Our, Our practices have been lively. You know, our guys are, I think they've, uh, we've, we've done a good job of, you know, uh, using the bye week to freshen up, but also we've, we've practiced enough to stay sharp, but, um, our legs look fresher. You know, um, I was just talking to Gunnar Romney's back, you know, and he looks faster than ever out there right now. And, and uh, you know, Miles Davis is another guy who looks really fast out there at practice right now. And just, just there's a lot of guys who look fresher. I think um, they're excited to play again. So I don't have any signs that we won't be ready to play. I just want to – I just feel like it's our job as coaches to make sure that our players understand – Georgia Southern's a tough team. It's a team I have a lot of respect for. The, you know, they could have packed it in midseason. They could have just packed it in and just tanked the season. And instead, they've played their best football the last couple of weeks and it says a lot about the character of those kids and the players or the uh, coaches who have kept this season moving and, and they've done a heck of a job. And so we just got to be ready to play.
1: Coach, I wanted to ask you, as a play caller, what's it like when you're looking at your guys and it looks like, and it feels like they're executing everything and you can, you know, the whole playbook's open. It's like, Hey, I can call anything and they're going to make it work versus vice versa, where it's like maybe one of those games where things are, are not going well. And it seems like no matter what you call, it's like, well, I don't, I don't know. What, what's that like as, as a play call?
0: Well, it's, it's obviously it's, it's more fun when it's working, (laughs) you know, there's, I've been in enough games in my life where uh whether I was calling the plays or just you know or just trying to like uh you know coach a position and help the coordinator out in any way I can there's there's enough games in 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 a season where it's tough sledding and you're searching for answers and maybe some games it's just a quarter or, or a half of a quarter a couple of series where you're trying to find answers and um you know, that could easily happen again this Saturday. And, and I think we've proven this year that we can work our way through, uh, you know, through a, a tough quarter or a tough couple of series and, and come out of it and find answers. Um, but when when things are clicking and things are working, it's a really fun game. And we've got a, we have got some good weapons. We have some good players. And I think um, the last couple of games, we've found a good rhythm of spreading the ball around and you're seeing you're seeing a lot of different guys touch the ball in different ways. You're seeing us uh, throw the ball down the field. You're seeing us run the football. You're seeing us use all of our different position groups and and, and uh you know, that's just so that I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, it's it's a lot more fun when it's working than when it's not. And when it's working, it's because our players are are good. We've got a good team and and uh, feel like they've been sort of uh, finding themselves if, if, finding roles you know establishing roles it took us a while with a few guys who maybe weren't in the lineup early in the year because of limited practice rep like the Nakua brothers or whether it's Gunner who has been in and out uh, of the lineup changing offensive lines we've had we've had a bunch of different offensive line changes this year and it's been fun to watch all those guys sort of develop and and come together as a team and played our last foot, best football the last couple of games. And it'll be interesting to see if our guys can do it again this week.
1: We were talking to Isaac earlier and he obviously had a lot of TDs last year and this year has, has had a different role and had to kind of accept that and, and very important roles. And that's the same with every guy. As a coaching staff, do you have to work to make sure guys understand that, hey, all of these different pieces are just as important. You may not be the guy scoring the touchdown, but your involvement in, in making a play work is just as important.
0: Um, yes and no, but I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily accept. I don't necessarily agree with the fact that he has to accept that. I mean, there's been a lot of chances for him this year in the red zone, and, and he's got to go get it. Go, get, you know, go, go. We gotta, we gotta. There's been plenty of opportunities for every position group on this team this year. And, and uh, so I don't necessarily think that he has to accept anything. I think he should go out this Saturday and be hungry to go get the ball. And uh, there, there have been opportunities in every game and there'll be some in this game. And, and that goes, I'm not, not just talking about Isaac, but just about every player. I don't want, I don't want any of our players to accept their role. I want them to, uh, I want them to want more. I want them to attack every situation and, it's our job to manage their egos if they want the ball more and all that stuff. I love that stuff. Give me, give me every skill guy on the team. I hope they all think they're open every play. I hope they all think they're the best guy on the field. I hope they all want the ball. I'll take as many of those guys I can get. And it's our job to manage that, but I'm not really looking for anybody to accept anything. I want them to be hungry for more to you know, come off the sidelines, just wanting the football coach. I'm open, call this play. I can beat that guy. Like, I love that. And I want more of that from, from Isaac and from everybody. And, uh, and so it's really not about accepting anything. We now we do have, I, I will say that we have good kids here and they, they're unselfish. Like I, our, our players appreciate winning uh, any way we can get it. I think that's, that's a one of the great things about working at this place is our players just want to win and some games you win different ways than other other weeks and so I appreciate that about our players but I've never asked any of them to just say hey accept this just accept not getting the ball or accept playing only a few snaps like no if you want more go take it go get it and so uh, you know that's, that's demand, demand the ball with how you play or demand more snaps with how you play. Uh, and we've seen that with some players on this team this year who have basically forced us to play them because they played well when they've gotten their opportunities.
1: Got questions. Uh, we have time for questions from Jake and Jay. Yeah, A-Rod, just wanted to ask you, in terms of losing Neil Powell, who Kalani said he's not playing this week, how much of... loss is he and do you feel like your other receivers are capable of filling in for him
0: it's a huge loss he's he's our leading receiver for a reason um he is uh sort of been the uh unquestioned leader in my mind of our skill position players this year and, and one of the best leaders on our team uh he's such a such a durable guy uh he plays so many snaps and and does so many different things for our team. I, I think that there's so many things that he does that obviously he's a really good receiver and he's made made a lot of great plays the last two years for us um, but he does so many things that go unnoticed. The, the the Some of the blocking things we ask him to do are very uh, pretty complicated. They're tight end-esque you know stuff maybe a little more complicated than what you might ask receivers to do sometimes where we'll motion him in and get him involved in a blocking scheme. Um, he's just a Really, really good player, really smart guy, hard to replace. Uh, However, I do have a lot of confidence. uh, Samson will be the main guy picking up the slack for Neil. You'll see uh, Keanu Hill as well, but Samson is the one that probably gets most of the snaps at Neil's role. And I'm excited for him to have this opportunity. It's unfortunate what happened to Neil, but Samson's really been coming on lately after a, slow start to the season just due to not, not, not anything he did wrong. Just due to, he wasn't very healthy early in the year. Now he's, he's getting healthy. So we lose Neil, we get Gunner back, we get Samson back. It's, it's going to be fun to see those guys now kind of step back in and, and see what they can do for us. So I have a lot of confidence in the group. I just feel bad for Neil more than anything, because uh, he's, he just, he's really won me over with his, his effort and his uh, willingness to do anything we ask. And, and, and uh, we're going to miss him.
1: You mentioned Keanu Hill there. Is he kind of the, I guess, body type that is the replacement for Neil? Cause they seem to be similar type players in my mind.
0: Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Keanu's a, a yeah, similar size. They're, they're similar size guys, but so, so is Samson, I mean, Samson's, I think Samson's a little taller than both of those guys and maybe, maybe a little more slight frame wise, but they're all, you know, we've got a pretty, that's one fun thing about the group we have is there's a lot of length in those guys. And so uh, we've got, you know, everybody's somewhere between six, two and six, five, and they're all, they're all willing blockers and they're all uh, you know, have good range as far as you can throw the ball anywhere around them and they'll go get it. Most of them can play inside and outside, uh so it'll be fun to, we we've we've got some cool stuff you know planned where you'll see some different combinations of those guys lined up in different ways you know and and uh if you're into that stuff it's fun to watch you know one play you might see one of those guys in the slot another time you might see them isolated to the boundary another time you might see him stacked to the field with somebody else it's we get we like we like to have fun with that stuff and uh feature what those guys do best hey
1: aaron knowing I know you're a college football historian. It just seems like this year there's so many mid-season coaching changes. Uh, I, I don't remember as many as there are this year, and the coaching carousel already kicking in. To what do you attribute that to? I, I have a theory that it's the early signing day, that teams just can't wait. Is that
0: is that what's why this is going on? I think that's part of it. Uh, yeah, Jay, I think that's part of it. I think the the early signing day is creating uh, you know, it just pushes up the timeline a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know if you've noticed. Another thing that I've found odd this year is how many assistant coaches have been fired. <laughs> assistant coaches like me notice that you usually those, usually those coordinator changes happen at the end of the season. And uh, we've seen this year, uh, I think a higher number than usual of those changes happening mid season. Uh, and, you know, I always perk up when I see those things because it's, it's tough business, and I feel for. I, I know there's some really good football coaches out there that are out of work. That's like it's like doesn't doesn't make sense. Like they didn't just forget how to coach this year, but um, I think the signing day has something to do with it. I also think that it also has a lot to do with just how much money people are being paid now. I think uh, particularly the the head coaching salaries. You know, you see uh, what Mel Tucker got offered today, and you hear about what some of these what some of these head coaches are making people want results and they're impatient about it. And, uh, it takes time. it, 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 it takes time to build a program. And so I, but I, I, think you're, you're right there. That's, that's part of the equation. And, and then I think just every situation is unique, you know, I mean, whatever fan base conference, uh, you know, what part of the country you're in, I think there's, there's a lot, a lot of things to it as well.